Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Adam Morgan. An open-ended question for you. What makes a community livable? Well, AARP defines a livable community as being safe and secure. It has affordable housing and transportation options and offers supportive community features and services. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. Shaping a livable community is the central goal of the Age-Friendly Communities Initiative. Developed by the World Health Organization and championed in America by AARP, currently over 400 communities, including 13 here in Colorado and at least three states, including ours, are working to become positive, livable communities for older and adults of all ages. Denver, Larimer County, Boulder, Colorado Springs, and Eagle County are among our Colorado locations. On this edition, we learn more regarding the Age-Friendly Initiative in Colorado from the State Director of AARP, Bob Murphy. We have different entities that are, that are called AARP. Now, uh, the state office here, there are 53 state offices um, in, including uh, Washington, D.C., the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. Yeah, I was going to uh, wonder where the yeah, other three yeah, came Yeah, those from. are the other three. <laughs> and we and our headquarters in, in Washington, D.C., that, that work on, on these issues that we're, we're talking about here today uh, are just one of the divisions. Um, ASI is, is a division that works on those, those, you know, those discounts you see, uh, the, the, the branded deals, you know, that, that kind of thing. Um, they're, they're sort of a... A, a revenue side to the business, sure. and then the foundation, as the name implies, works on really important, uh, important issues like hunger and homelessness, and mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, and and uh, donates a fair amount of money around the country okay, to, that, cause, to causes like that. That's the difference between the two, all under the same tent. Well, yeah, yeah, actually, three: the foundation, ASI, and then AARP, which is which is our branch. Okay, all right. Uh, you're getting a lot more. Uh, Boomer age people that are retiring from corporate America, looking for stuff to do, want to make an impact. Are you starting to see a, uh, I guess, a, a, not a sea change of what's going on, but at least starting to see the impact of them wanting to be involved in some of the advocacy things you're doing and some of the service things that you're doing as well? Well, uh, the first thing I want to say about that is we have a group of volunteer advocates that, that help our advocacy director Kelly Fritz uh, during legislative session and, and all year long, and they are yeah. they are absolutely the best. We have about twenty five to thirty of them they're volunteers. Um, most of them are retired, but they're retired from from being doctors or or pharmaceutical research or or lawyers or or healthcare in several cases. So they are really experts in their field. And when this sure. legislation comes before us. Uh, we can sometimes give really good advice to even the lawmakers at the Capitol on the, on the potential impacts of some of that legislation. So to get back to your question, um, yes. So older adults in the workforce is something that we are spending more and more time looking at. Um, older adults either either have to work longer. Yeah. Um, maybe there were some financial setbacks uh, 10 or, or 20 years ago in one of those last cycles. Uh, maybe there was a health care situation or some family situation where they have to work longer. And we want to make sure there's, there's no you know, ageism, no discrimination in, in the workplace for those that want to continue to work. There are, as you, as you mentioned, those who might want to change jobs um, and, and, and just look for something else. 
And by the way, a lot of people who are older start their own business. Uh, I, I think something like one in four businesses in this country are started by the 50 plus. So, really? so we, we certainly try to help people find, find the resources to do that as well. Uh, Joanne Jenkins, I think that's the name of the... Joanne uh, Jenkins is our CEO. The CEO, she wrote a book on disrupting aging? Or she wrote a book called Disrupt Aging that has been... It, it really did kind of send a tremor through, through the people's thinking, you know, in, in, in a positive way. Yeah. Um, and through the geriatric community because yeah. they're not going to get these people earlier. Well, get you know, them later it's just because you're 50 doesn't mean you got to start thinking about your gold watch, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's we just have to and certainly are thinking differently about aging. We are yeah, living longer. That's what I was, that's what I was leading longer. toward, yeah. aging and ageism. Yep, yep. We're, we're living longer. We're more active, particularly here in Colorado, uh, as as we live longer. So we, uh, Allison Snyder, in, in my office, uh, the ARP Colorado office, uh, three years ago, uh, dreamed up this program called the New Fifty Plus, and it's kind of a disrupt aging Colorado style. Okay. And we are showing up at events, as I always say, where, where people least expect to see AARP. We're at music fest. We're at the Winter Park Jazz Festival every year. We're at the Colorado Mountain Wine Festival. We're at Yoga on the Rocks out of Red Rocks. We're at we're doing a bike race out, out of the, at the Colorado National Monument. All kinds of these active, typically outdoor Colorado things, and here's AARP yeah, promoting sure. this positive, healthy lifestyle. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, one of the other big initiatives that I guess AARP picked up from the World Health Organization is in age-friendly communities. Yes, uh, and I think we have what last count. Eleven. I think I started doing a television thing. It was nine, and by the time I got done, two more. So we out. have thirteen cities and counties in Colorado okay. plus the state. Is age thirteen? State. So four, the, and in that way, it's fourteen members of our of our national network of age friendly states and communities. Yeah. Um, there are. Last time I looked, this was two weeks ago. There were four hundred four hundred twelve members throughout the country. I'm sure there's a handful more now. We're adding several a week. Sure, but as you said, uh, we sort of became the the U.S. United States arm of the World Health Organization's effort in age friendliness. And what if, if I had to di- distill age friendly community uh, that concept down to one sentence? It, it would be this: it would be about stakeholders, you know, residents, business owners, et cetera, policymakers, your mayors and council people and county commissioners, getting together to plan their community's future through that age-friendly lens. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting older. Uh, we, As the joke goes, that's better than the alternative. But Colorado is, in fact, the third fastest aging state uh, in the United States, on its way to be the second fastest aging state. Because we have so many people that, that are boomer age that are just getting older, as you said. Yeah, yeah. And people, they came here a long time ago. People, you know, I'm one of those guys who came to Colorado in the 70s to be a ski bum for six months, and here I am 40-plus <laughs> years later. There's a lot of us around. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and by the way, one of the reasons we're aging even faster is, is is a lot of parents of those 40-somethings who did the same thing and moved to ski towns a number of years ago are now retired and coming out here to join their their, their kids and grandkids in, in a lot of Colorado resort communities. So, so yeah, age friendliness, uh, age friendly planning is about you know housing, transportation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what areas does that entail? Yeah, it. We we provide a community of planning structure through eight of what we call domains, and those domains are, of course, housing, transportation, the biggest challenge for adults as they get significantly older. Um, 
we, we have one we call outdoor spaces and buildings, and that's really about removing barriers and thinking about the, the kind of zoning that, that would allow all of us to live closer to where we, we, we work and shop and, and play and, and et cetera. Yeah. Um, social participation, really key as we grow older to keep being engaged. Yeah, especially uh, for those who want to uh, volunteer. do the, the, the so-called age in place and, age in, yeah. and they're not as active going out as much. They still need the contact. And aging in place is really what this age-friendly community movement is all about. Eighty-five percent of Coloradans say they want to age in place in the community they they call home. And who wouldn't, right? Look where we live. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Um, so th- this this age-friendly planning is we we provide the tools for the community to 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 actually do that. We we look at things like um, civic participation and employment. We we talked about jobs and starting your own business, but older adults are a great resource for volunteering in, mm-hmm. in communities as well. And, and we want to volunteer as we grow older. And some of them want to stay in the workforce? A lot of, them, a lot of folks want to stay in the workforce, absolutely. Okay, because they've, they've figured out just going home, sitting on the park bench is, just isn't good for you all the time. Well, you can only play so much golf, right? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, it's certainly the more active you are physically and mentally, the, 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 the better chance you're going to be you're going to retain all your faculties and, and, and mental and physical faculties. So that's what we encourage. And then becoming an age-friendly community in state and the rural areas of Colorado is much different than it is in, let's say, Fort Collins, Denver, the urban centers. How does that work? Yeah, so the, the, the challenges can be different. Um, certainly, we have members in Fruta, for example, uh, uh, more rural, um, Las Animas in southeast Colorado. La Junta, where I was earlier this week, are members of our age-friendly network. Um, their challenges certainly can be somewhat different. I'm talking with the folks in, in La Junta earlier this week, they've had a little bit of population loss through the through the last decade. That, that certainly is, is not the case in Denver. But nevertheless, there are a lot of common threads, too. Affordable housing, uh, transportation, yeah. doesn't matter where you live. So it, it gets harder for older adults to get from from here to there, to their doctor's appointments or to the grocery store or to the, the play or to the park to take a walk. So, um, yeah, I mean, we work with rural and urban and, as I say, many common threads. Uh, I understand that in Colorado Springs they developed the first in the nation, the age-friendly business Yeah, so, that you can get a certification on? So that's a that's a really cool program, and that was the Better Business Bureau of Southern Colorado taking that yeah. on. And they developed their own criteria for an age-friendly business. And they're, they're things that, if, that are logical if you think about it. It's, it's, it's removing barriers to, to getting to, to entry. It's maybe making the aisles a little bit wider in the store. It's uh, lighting. It's, it's even the size of the font on their sign, right? Um, so they did that a few years ago. And you know, last time I checked, they had well over 125 members of uh, the, their particular, the BBB's Age-Friendly Business Network. Now, we've been in, asked about that recently, the last couple of months, about how can, how can we do that. We at AARP have not yet developed that certification, not yeah, yet developed right. the standards. So we're encouraging people to, to talk to the folks at the Southern Colorado BBB, talk to Jonathan down there, uh, talk to Claire Anderson with Innovations in Aging, who does our, they, they do our age-friendly work in Colorado Springs, and certainly, organizations are free to do that on their own. We're not yet capable of providing a certification. Sure. Of the communities that are involved with going through their action plans, 
What's excited you the most about that? What has somebody else come up with outside of the uh, the age-friendly business certification that you said, whoa, really? You guys are doing that? That's great. Well, actually, the, the single most exciting thing is, is yeah. kind of what I said earlier, is to, is to see the community involvement, see, see the elected officials and, and, and the residents working together with mm-hmm. the same sort of goal of becoming age-friendly. That's that's the, the single most exciting thing. And you have a lot thing. of young people that are involved in that, too, as well. We we do, uh, you know, we have an executive council uh, that's kind of our uh, board of directors. There are six or seven volunteers from around the state, and our newest executive council member is 37 years old. We think we think that's a good thing. Yes, um, to 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 hear the perspective of uh, of somebody that's not yet 50. So you know, we've got exciting things going on all around the state. Uh, the Larimer County, which is a member of our Age Friendly Network, uh, Jim Becker, the executive director up there, is doing just fabulous things, pioneering. Or piloting, I should say, some some transportation programs. Really, a significant problem in in the mountainous areas. Yeah, and that's an interesting county because it has all three. It has urban, it has rural, and it has mountains. We see that in in obviously in Larimer County. We also see that in Boulder County, and we see some of it in Jefferson County as well. Yeah, uh, that sort of urban and, and, and rural combination. You know, our other age friendly members. We have most of the I seventy corridor, which we think is great. Summit County, Pitkin County. Eagle County. Uh, I, I know Garfield is, is is talking about it, and in fact, uh, Carbondale is 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 a, a recent member of our network up there. Sure. But if you think about it, they've got very similar challenges. They've got severe affordable housing challenges, workforce housing challenges. They've got transportation challenges, uh, not just within their cities, but heck, people are driving. You know, they're driving from Rifle to go to Aspen to work, and they're they're driving from from Rifle from, to go to Aspen. Oh, to sure. Work? Yeah, wow. Rifle and Silt to. Sure. And, and so, and they've got this challenge of meeting the needs of, of folks that are living, you know, high up in the, in those rugged hills. So, and they're working together. That's the most exciting thing to see, like Eagle and Pitkin County, who who share this this border. You know, as, as they say, they're the, the need for services doesn't recognize county boundaries. So they actually <laughs> no, it doesn't. They actually right deliver services to each other's residents. It, you know, it's pretty cool. Now, the thing about it, too, is that, as you said, this is going on across the nation. And I guess in uh, in November, Colorado is going to be on display because a number of the other age-friendly communities are going to show up here in town. And Yeah, we're and, really excited you, about and, that. And you get your report card. I, yeah, <laughs> I, we get to showcase Colorado, yeah. uh, and, and we're, we're really thrilled about that. So every year, uh, AARP does a national age-friendly community conference, and in the past, it's been six or seven hundred people, and we fly off somewhere, and we hear speakers and go to seminars and, and, and take mobile tours, and, and it's great. But it got a little bit unwieldy with that number of people. So this year, they've decided to shrink these conferences and make them much more focused. Okay. So Colorado was chosen as a site for the National Livability Conference in November, November 11th through the 14th, and it's it's laser-focused on, on one on one subject, and that subject is something called placemaking. On this edition, our conversation centers upon shaping an age-friendly, lifelong Colorado with the state director of AARP, Bob Murphy. We'll continue our conversation with him on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And many, many thanks to you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.